Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All we can be sure of is this. Zach Berry and Grayson Weir are hashtag not committed. I love a good train wreck. Hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Berry, joined by Dayton Wade, junior wide receiver at Ole Miss. Coming on, we're going to talk a little bit of everything. We're going to talk about his journey uh, to Western Kentucky and then how he ended up at Ole Miss and navigating the NCAA transfer portal. Um, it's a huge part of recruiting right now, um, and it's uh, definitely changed how folks like me and other people in the industry cover it. Um, but uh Dayton, appreciate you joining, man. How you doing? I'm glad to be here. I'm doing I'm doing well. And you I can't complain, man. I, I got you here. First day of school, fall camp's going on. You're a busy man and you're uh you're giving me some time, so I appreciate it. Um sure. but before we started, um we were talking a little bit and um just rewinding all the way back to high school. Um from Atlanta, went to Lovejoy High School. Um I, I guess look, no slouch. Led 6A classification in Georgia, 1,113 yards receiving. Um, your senior year, Region 4 Offensive Player of the Year by the AJC. Um, ended up going to Western Kentucky. So as a you know, 17, 18-year-old, what was your experience like um, going through that recruiting process the first time? Uh, it, was, it was really crazy because my recruiting process, it really just blew up out of nowhere. Because uh, my sophomore year, which is, like, really the year where I really start, like, playing some real deal ball, I end up getting injured. So I couldn't finish the season. So I just showed, like, a glimpse of, like, who I was. And I guess it wasn't enough to get people looking or whatnot. But that was fine with me because I know I still had junior year and senior year. And junior year, uh, something similar happened. I also, like, had an injury that um, – made me not play for the rest of the season but I was leading the state and receiving yards and a whole lot so I always felt like and, and knew like yeah I'm I'm pretty good at this you know what I'm saying but um going into my senior year I only had like three offers but I blew up in that summer session going into my senior year I went to a mega camp and I ended up picking up like 13 offers in one day, everybody was like, oh, who, who, is, who are you? Like, where, where are you coming from? And what's crazy is I didn't even want to go to the camp. My head, I called my head coach the night before, and I was like, look, pull my hamstring, because I had pulled my hamstring in, like, a camp or whatnot. And I was like, yeah, my hamstring really biting. I ain't really trying to go, da, da, da. And then my coach was like, nah, just, just go with some coaches that want to see you. You know what I'm saying? You never know what, what might happen. And I was like, all right, cool. I, I just going to show my face. You know what I'm saying? But then when I got there and I saw, like, how many people it was and and everybody stretching and warming up, it got my adrenaline pumping. And all of a sudden, my hamstring wasn't hurting no more. So I was like, hey, I'm on the field today. And I just really dominated that day. And that uh gave me 
a little notoriety and show like more people like who who I was because that's crazy like getting 12 hours in one day off of camp like all D1 that's like that I guess that was like a, a big thing you know so it got it attracted a lot of media attention made people want to do a little dive on me then going into the season I like you said 6A region 4 offensive player of the year I led all the 6A in receiving yards like that was a a, a huge thing for me, especially coming off of like what I came from, like it was just big. But I feel coming out of um high school, I was always grateful, but I felt like mm, I wish I would have went to like a bigger school or whatever. La la la. But I was, you know, what I'm saying I was happy with what I, what I had because it didn't matter where I went, I was still gonna do me. I was still gonna make plays, show like yeah, I'm a student of the game. I'm trying to be a complete receiver and this and that. So that uh, got me down to Western Kentucky. But I ended up uh, – the person that recruited me, that gave me my first offer, I was committed to Georgia State. I was going to stay home, like be in the city. But I was like, nah, I need to get away from home because I don't want to be distracted. You know what I'm saying? I already know what Atlanta is like. I need to go experience something new. So I was like, hey, let me, let me just go to Bowling Green, Kentucky. And the receiver coach that initially offered me, he ended up uh, taking another job. I think he went to Washington. It was uh, Coach Jordan Adams. But when that changed, um, I knew the OC. Like the OC had a uh, uh, he had a, a good face card at my school. Like my coaches knew him, and the new like coaching staff that came to Western Kentucky, they had a good good little face card at my school. So. It was, you know what I'm saying, easy to convince me. And, you know what I'm saying, it, it sounded like a good move at the time. So I come into my freshman year uh, at Western Kentucky. I'm doing me, same same ball player, making big plays, uh, whatnot. But I really didn't get the opportunity. I felt like I should have. So that was that. I had a little chip on my shoulder, but, I mean, that was cool. I, I took it, and I was like, look, this next year, it ain't happening like that. But then, so we going into the spring, we getting ready. I done gained weight, got faster, all, all kinds of stuff. Boom, COVID hit. So everybody know how COVID was. That was a, a major, major setback. But then we we got the opportunity to play during the season. And then some, some unfortunate things happened to where I had to, I was forced to start. Um, it might've been the third game of the season versus Middle Tennessee. Like I, I got the news I was starting like on a on a Wednesday or whatnot. And I was like, you know, I'm ready. I've been ready for this. So I think my first game I had like nine catches for I don't know how many yards, but I ended up playing like three games before I ended up like I broke my leg. Well, a bone in my leg versus UAB. Um going into halftime or something like that. I finished the game or whatnot. But uh, later on in the practice week, I ended up getting an x-ray and find out that I was injured. So I uh, took those games off. But I healed really fast. So I came back in time to play for the bowl game. And that was cool. And I, uh, while I was actively playing, I recorded a stat saying I had, I think I was like the fourth player with the most targets with no drops. So I, I was on the road to build something. You know what I'm saying? So I was pretty confident going into that next year. Um, 
coaches were having conversations with me, like thinking I was going to transfer because of our quarterback situation and whatnot. But I was like, no, nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm straight. Like, you feel me? I'm, I'm still here. I'm holding it down. Like, it is what it is. Some, some things you can't control. But you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just ball. So then we ended up getting a new OC. Uh, my old OC became a receiver coach, and then we got a lot of transfers. We kind of used the portal like how uh, we used the portal here at Ole Miss back at Western. So the OC came with his, his quarterback and his little receiver group and whatnot. Then um, I ended up uh, getting hurt in fall camp. Like I uh, pulled my quad, but I came back like towards the end, and then – I asked my coach, I was like, okay, well, well, where's where's the standpoint? Like, where do I stand? And, you know what I'm saying? Because I was going for a minute, and you know how the game goes. It's the next man up, and I respect that. So I was trying to get uh, the outlook from my coach. And then he told me I was a number two. But when, um, when it came for the times for me to be the number two and, like, come in and do my due diligence, I never got the opportunity. And then – um, I was in a meeting one day. We was finna go play Michigan State, and it was Thursday, so just like our last like real practice before you know Friday, you do a little quick practice, get on the plane, we'll travel. My phone kept ringing in the meetings and whatnot, so I was like, "Why my phone keep ringing?" That's my mom. So the first one I declined, and she kept calling, she kept calling, she kept calling, she kept calling. So I was like, "Home, oh, I gotta step out." So I step out, I answer the phone. She called me. She tell me my auntie had just died. And I'm like, what? Like, my auntie who? And she, like, her, her sister, you know what I'm saying? And my family, we're a real tight-knit family. Like, we do everything together. We, like, grew up together. Like, for parts of time, we live together. Like, we all live together. Like, my grandma's side, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, we were real, real close. And then I got – my auntie had kids. Of course, she had four kids. When they were born, like, she real deal looked me and my older brother in our eyes like, hey – anything ever happened to me, like, I'm leaving them for y'all, like, this to y'all, you know what I'm saying? So I always had, like, a a leader, like a, you know what I'm saying, like a, a, a bigger role, you know what I'm saying, because I'm looking after my siblings, like, my own, per- like, my siblings from my mother and my siblings from my, my auntie, you know what I'm saying? So that hit me real hard, and that's, like, a, a big reason I play football is to, like, help change my family life. So when I got that news, I was just, I was destroyed. I was broke down. Like, yeah, I, I mean, you know, you, you know how I go when you lose a family member. It's, it's nothing mm-hmm. you want to feel. But reality hit me, I feel like. And I was like, hey, I'm not getting the opportunity that I need here to, you know what I'm saying, take care of my family. And, and plus, like, time not running short, but, like, it's, it's, it's thinning because, it's my auntie gone. Like ain't no ain't nobody here to take care of, you know what I'm saying, her kids. Like I'm old enough. I'm 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 grown at this. I'm fresh 21, you know. So I'm like, I've been like adulting my whole life. So it's like sheesh. I I, yeah. I just took it pretty, you know what I'm saying? I took it took it hard. And I just decided like, hey, I need this, I need to change. So I hit the portal. Like they tried to talk me in the stand and whatnot, but I was like, nah, mm-hmm. I I need something new. Like I gotta, I gotta start. This ain't, this ain't it right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I hate for that to be the reason my auntie like passing for me to like have to leave schools. But that was really like a, a huge influence, like because I needed that. 
that okay. go. Yeah. But so I go in the portal, then you know, I get I get a few offers in the portal and whatnot. But you know what I'm saying? It was eh. Like I was like, nah, I I I I'm I'm can't nobody guard. I feel like can't nobody guard me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna let nobody. So it was <laughs> up to how confident are you in yourself. So I was like, hmm, like what 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 can I do? Oh, our deep one of our defensive coordinators, he uh went to South Carolina, Clayton White. So I was asking him, I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You think you can get me up there with you? And he was like, yeah, he'll see what I can do. I was like, look, you don't even matter. I'll walk on if you come down to it. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what I can do. I'm not going to, you feel me? I can, I'm not going to say anybody's better than me or anything like that. You don't really have to show me, not, you know, so show me mm -hmm. the world. And that's the world I live in. So I, I do a lot of showing. So I ain't have no problem with walking on or whatever. But then uh, Peasy hit me. He was like, hey, what you got going on? I told him, I was like, yeah, I got a few offers. Da, da, da. I was even finna go to UNLV, but they um pulled a scholarship at like the last minute. Like I was finna commit, go to a, well, I did commit. And then I was gonna go on a visit the next day, but then I ended up getting a call like, hey, hey coach said, uh, we don't want you to take another dude and all this and I was like alright that's cool like, I was devastated because that's really where I thought I was going to go you know what I'm saying but it is what it is like that's the game and that's what come with it so I was like alright that's cool whatever that's when I start like honing down on like Ole Miss so constantly in contact with PZ when it was in the Sugar Bowl they wasn't really like since they had a game they wasn't really like con uh, contacting me for real they didn't really know if I was for real or whatnot. But I ended up, like, telling them, like, yeah, I had one. I had a conversation with Nick over the phone. I was like, yeah, like, this is what I really want to do. Woo, woo, woo. And he was like, all right, bet. So, yeah, yeah, I set it up, and that's what I did. So I came out here. And then Coach Nick, he asked me, like, what was my goals? What was my, you know what I'm saying? Why? He, he tried to get to know me and all this. I, I wrote it all down in a notebook. Uh, he wrote it down in a notebook, too. And I was telling him, like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is who I want to be. This is who I am. This is how I go about things. And this is what I'm trying to accomplish while I'm here. And him, for him not really knowing me, like, from a can of paint, like, he, I could tell, like, he had, he, he believed in the things I was saying. And he, like, barely even knew me, you know. So that made me feel more comfortable here and not like, oh, I'm a walk on. They might not mess with me and all this. It was more so like wherever the, the talent is and was whatever, you know what I'm saying, what's going good, that's what we're going to rock with. And they stayed true to that word. Like, I've just been consistent, handling business, uh, being the leader, being more vocal, uh, showing more, like doing less talking and more showing. You know what I'm saying? That's a major thing. Of course, anybody can say, like, I can do da 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 or I do this. But when it comes down to do it, like, you don't really do it. You know what I'm saying? This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta Catfish to Smash Burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. Weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. 
Barnyard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet-friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild in South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, all that more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. The show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com and you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. Show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoysia fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. So when Jacor Pearson reached out to you, um, uh, you talked about it in the press conference on Monday, just kind of gave the the quick story about how he told you, you know, hey, come over to Ole Miss. I, I enjoyed myself. I think you'd be a good fit in the offense. Um, after that phone call, what was your – I guess what what did you know about Ole Miss outside of the the basic you know they're in the SEC. Um, I'm sure you knew that Lane Kiffin was the head coach, but other than that conversation with Derek Nix, what was the pull for you to go to Ole Miss? Uh, it was it was really all peasy because he was when I was at WKU, he was basically like a, a big brother to me, like, and then I was watching him while he was at Ole Miss. You know what I'm saying, doing the things that. He said like could possibly happen for me if I well he he know me like we we're real tight knit you know what I'm saying so he I be, I just believed him because like he wouldn't tell me I feel like he wouldn't tell me no lie when it comes to something like that like that's a huge decision like I'm went from being a scholarship receiver to being a walk-on receiver you know what I'm saying like so if he telling me to stop 
like stop getting free school and go pay for school for football. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it gotta be like an opportunity worth looking mm-hmm. into. So I just decided like, hey, I like me. I, I like me when I line up on the field. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like me to study all the play. I like me to, you know what I'm saying, do what needs to be done in order to make this good for me. You know what I'm saying? And he see that, he seen that in me because he knows me. So he like, hey, this is it for you. Like, cause I know you gonna lock in, you gonna do what you gotta do in order to be the person that you wanna be. So it was just more so like having faith in his word and his actions and you know what I'm saying? He, not too many people will really stand on the table for you like that. So for someone to do something like that and, and be real genuine, you can't let, you can't just like brush that off. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. people don't just go around saying stuff like that just for fun or like for laughs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just so I, I know that there's the 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 lineage of receivers that I'll miss, you know, going back to the I say way back, it's not that long ago, 10 years ago when they had Dante Moncrief and he went pro, and then they had Laquan Treadwell and then AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Elijah Moore, and then the three guys last year that led the team in receiving that are all gone. Um outside of Jacor Pearson talking to you and you said that his his words and, and everything that he said carried a lot of weight, but was the the appeal of you know that lineage of receivers and being in a Lane Kiffin offense something else that appealed to you outside of just his word and telling you what he liked about Ole Miss? Yeah, um, coincidentally, my freshman year we played FAU. Um, we had a home game, so they came to us at Western. So. They was telling, they was talking about Lane Kiffin in the locker room and whatnot. I'm like, who, who is Lane Kiffin? What are they, what are y'all talking about? Like, <laughs> but they like telling the stories or you know what I'm saying, how many points he put up and how he do this and his plays and whatnot. And I'm like, man, uh, all right, whatever. You feel me? So if, if you know anything about that game, I think we was up like 21 going into the half, and then. They say the sun came out, so it heated up. You know, that was in Florida and we was in Kentucky. So once the sun came out and they got a little sun, they got it got playing fast and whatnot, and that's what happened. But nah, and Kiffin really dialed us up. So I was like, oh my, like that's so this is Lane Kiffin, you know what I'm saying? So getting 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 beat by him and his style of play and like seeing him on, on TV and everything, like I, I like how he carries himself and whatnot. Like, he's a great guy. So, like, it was just like, hey, I get to play for this guy. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Let's let's see what, what this is really all about. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm going to call them myths. Like, the myths are, are true. Like, he's like the real, you know what I'm saying? Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. Like, yeah, it's, it's a real deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He really liked that. So, I was like, hey, if, if anybody can – give a playmaker the ball, it's going to be him. So you, you you came in and in the, you know, lauded number one transfer portal class. You, um, I believe you arrived in February, got to Oxford. Mm-hmm. What was it like seeing more and more guys from the portal coming in and, and just building not only the talent in the locker room and, and incorporating that, that competitive spirit and practice and, and, you know, tons of guys from different places that are all talented competing. But as far as all of these different pieces from different places, what's it been like in spring and, and fall camp 
you know, getting to know everybody and then also trying to find the right pieces, you know, not just on offense, but on defense as well. Uh, what people don't know or, or people like uh, don't like to agree with or like acknowledge is that like the more competition or, or talent you're around, it makes you a better player, a better person, a better, really better all overall. You know what I'm saying? So my coach really harps on that because it's a lot of us that's from different areas. Of course, we got a lot of people from the SIP, but then we got me from Atlanta. We got some receivers from Texas. We got some from Florida. You know what I'm saying? And on the defensive side of the ball, we got people from Philly, Baltimore, Atlanta, like all, all over the place. So when all those personalities mix, like it's really – we really like a fun house, a fun house full of work though. Like we have so much fun, but when it come down to like doing work and like handling business, we get right to it. Like, so all those, and then a lot of us have experience. Some of us are young, but you wouldn't be able to tell that we were young by the way we carried ourselves and you know what I'm saying? Handled the way, handled things the way we handle them. So I feel like it's a really great thing like, I'm glad we really go out and get all this talent because great players make great players. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we we all watch film together. We be like, oh, that was a that was a good route. That was good. This like hype. You know what I'm saying? We gonna break it down like this. How I did this? This why I did this? And this is when to do this and when not to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like or this is when we were spectating others and like or watching uh, DB's technique or whatever. Like, okay, he likes to do this. And this, this, and this. So when he does this, do this. But everybody can't see that. You know what I'm saying? So the more people, the more brains, the more talent, it's like the more that can be unraveled, like unveiled. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it just makes everything better. So a, a lot has been made. We already talked about Pearson, um, but Dontario Drummond and Braylon Sanders, those three guys led the team in receiving last year. They're all three gone. Um a lot of talk in fall camp has been about receivers and, hey, you know, Ole Miss has got to have some guys step up, you know, um, whether it be somebody like Jonathan Mingo that's that's made some plays, but he's battled some injuries. And then you've got yourself, a transfer. You've got some other transfers, um, Jordan Watkins, Malik Heath. And then you've got some of the younger guys that, you know, have either this is their second year or they're true freshmen. How do you think the, you know, not the competition – but just how has the receiver room been in the spring and the fall? Is is the message very clear to everyone that, hey, we, you know, we, we got to step up and replace those three guys from last year? You know, what's what's the uh what's fall camp been like for for you and the rest of the receivers? We don't even think like, hey, we we gotta be like the receivers we uh last year, da 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 because I feel well, not even I feel like hundred percent. This room has more versatility and playmaking ability than that other room. So we're not. We don't even. We 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 see when the media be like, "Oh, the receiver room got to step up, blah blah blah," and all this whatnot. We just kicking under the doormat or whatever because that doesn't really, you know, what I'm saying, phase us. Because like you said, like we we brought all these guys in and it ain't like we brought in slouches. So every day we're forcing each other to get better because if you don't get better, you're getting left behind. In this group, don't nobody want to get left behind. So we're just creating our own identity. You know what I'm saying? 
So, and I, I feel like our identity this year is going to be very unique. Never before seen. So, what, 11 more days, you know? <laughs> 11 more days. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be here before you know it. Um, so, you mentioned that 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 versatility and and thinking that this room can can be really, you know, really talented, can produce and, and, and really help this offense. But as far as the overall team, um, fall camp, it's, it's almost over. Like you said, 11 more days. Season will be here next week as we record this on Monday. Um, but it, just give, give Ole Miss, the team as a whole, a self-scout. You know, how do you think – fall camp from day one to now has gone um not just offensively but but overall i mean what what have you seen from your peers out there i've seen a lot of grit a lot of a lot of, yeah grit is like the best word to you know what i'm saying describe us like we 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 don't lay down you know what i'm saying like things get hard but not once has anyone like thought about or tried to like lay down like we got, we got people battling. We got, yeah, we, we just, we real, 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 like y'all going to see it. Like I'm, I'm going to say like, we, we some real deal savages out there. Like we ain't, ain't no, no patty cake. No, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we play with a lot of emotion. We play, and you know, when, when you playing with emotion and you playing with feeling, like you really, you really playing the game. You know what I'm saying? You're not out there like robots or anything. So since we out there like that and we all like we know our assignment, we know what we're doing. It's just us having fun, but seriously having fun. You know what I'm saying? So y'all gonna see a, a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of real lot a lot of energy out of us. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like we're a very explosive team on offense and defense, like mm-hmm. getting picks, forcing fumbles, like we got this thing. We always be like, turn up and tap the hat. Like that mean, like, hey, somebody make a play. You you turn up and you tap the hat. That's like patting them on the helmet. Like good mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we really do that. We got our own little creed. Like we real. We got real brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Like we real tight. Yeah. We be doing. We do everything together. Like everything. Yeah. Turn up and tap a hat. Y'all gotta put that on on a t-shirt. We we probably are. We probably are. <laughs> as soon as we get like we, y'all see what we mean and what we about for real, and then we can like you know what I'm saying introduce it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't put nothing out that ain't that ain't out yet. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. So outside of football, you know, since you got to Oxford, um, wasted little time. Athletic directors on a roll in the spring. Um, you talked a little bit about it in the press conference about Oxford and, and how you've enjoyed yourself, but um, outside of football and school, how has the transition been from, from going from, from Western Kentucky down to Ole Miss? Uh, it was, it was, it's, it's real good. Like, like I said in the press conference, the people are like so genuine. Like it's, it's crazy. But even one time I, when I first got here, Somebody walked up to me and was like, "Are you Zach Evans?" I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not Zach Evans." <laughs> but like, the fact that 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 happened, something like that happened, is like real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's real, like uh, movie, like you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I a little, little surreal. Right 
yeah, there we go. It's for real. Like, real, for real. Like, so it's like, oh, it's not. Like, for things like that to even happen, like, it got to be, you know what I'm saying? Something, something, something about this town. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a real good town. Like, I so I, I had, Ooh. I had a couple, Couple of the other guys were on the show. Aishim Young, Jordan Watkins. Um, I talked to Otis Reese, who, who's been there for a while. So he he had he he gave me a good answer. The other guys were still pretty new, and, and I put them on the spot, and they couldn't tell me anything. But you've been there for a while. And we're, we're gonna go off of football here. What's what's your go to meal in Oxford? Go to meal. I really be cooking from home. You know that I, I have. Okay. Home. I gotta. All right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Make it happen for myself. <laughs> I hear that. Okay. Um, so it okay, okay. So you you cook at home, you're 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 I don't know if you're if you're counting macros or you know, you're weighing your food or whatnot, but if you if you gotta go out and, and splurge and you know, Friday night you wanna go get a meal out somewhere else and get out of the house, where are you going? Um oh, that's crazy guys. Um Saturday I just went out to this Mexican restaurant. Um, it's called um, El Agave Mexican Grill. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I like that. It was pretty cool. I really like Mexican food. So, are you like a fajitas guy, to where they bring it out and it's sizzling, and everybody turns and looks to see who got fajitas, or are you just going basic taco? I don't even know what I got. I just looked at the menu and I was like, okay, this looks pretty cool. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like a beef tortilla. Like it had beef. I had four of them total. Two of them had beef in them. Two of them had chicken in them. And you like dip it in this little sauce. It be okay. busting. It's undefeated. I done got it every time I went there. I ain't even tried nothing different. And of course, you know, you hey. gotta get the little chips and dip. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what they say. Exactly. Um, all right, Dayton. Uh again, I, I appreciate the time, man. I know you're incredibly busy, but last one here before I let you go. I have to ask. I I did it with the other guys as well. Um, favorite uniform that Ole Miss has? If, if you if you're picking the uniform for the opening game, what are you picking? I haven't I haven't seen everything on us yet, but I heard this is what I will say. I heard the first uniform we wear on the first game of the season has been never before seen, and I like that. I I like the color schematic so. I'm okay. gonna have to see that on me, and if that okay. looks great, that's gonna have to be yeah my number one pick. So we're gonna have to wait till okay September third. There you go, L- little tease there for everybody. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, Dayton, again, man, I, I appreciate the time. This has been fun. Uh, I'm sure we'll catch up down the road. So, uh, thanks to Dayton for joining. Thank you to you, for the sure. listener, for tuning in. As always, thanks to the sponsors for making the show possible. And uh, we'll be back on Thursday with another edition of Not Committed. Dayton, it was a pleasure, man. Have a good night. You too. All right, we out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.